0: have officially been cleared for communication with the is it safe talk show your contacts require immediate communication your first contact code name
1: greek dog facts don't change people's minds but i've been thinking about this a lot with uh like cornell west because cornell west is is somebody that. If we're gonna have hope, we do have to believe that someone like him can go out there and, like, change some minds. For it,
2: Brandon had just turned 21 five days before he died. We're at Skeeps Schoolkeepers. I can't believe we went to Skeeps for his 21st birthday, but... You don't give... When you're 20... When you just turn 21, you don't give a fuck what bar it is. That's something you build later, like, you become a bar snob the older you get.
3: And... The Hungarian Iron god And in South Carolina, there's paper mills and pluff mud on, uh, in in Charleston, and they they stink like fucking skunky cabbage. So, uh, Cali bass became cabbage ass, and then anytime we spelled it when we were driving over a bridge in Charleston, we just start yelling cabbage ass at each other. Cabbage ass! Hey, hey,
2: hey! Hey, oh, listen! Welcome in! We are live. At least we're live on the Is It Safe Talk Show episode 112. I think it's 112. Actually, I don't know. I usually am pretty good on it with just guessing. I think it's 112.
3: Just say a number.
2: uh, Seven and a half. Naked Gun 33 to third. That's where we are. Yeah. Well, it's great to be here. Sorry. uh, Last week, uh, stone days happened. My life's been pretty fluidly moving around right now. I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. But uh, I'm hoping to be more secure going forward. Um, You know, September is coming. Fall is a time where people kind of batten down the hatches, right? Isn't that true?
3: Winter
1: is coming.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Last time we did a show, we had a lot of fun with the Mr. Pink doing our... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Lord Stanley. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed a lot. That was funny to me. Yeah,
3: don't take it. Poison him.
2: <laughs> when I think of episode one twelve, I I do think of one twelve,
0: Peter and cream. <laughs> um,
3: I think one twelve. D twelve.
0: Oh, D twelve. Yeah. Can
3: happen.
2: Absolutely, it certainly can. Yeah, man, this is the odds. Good time. Put this on, get your groove going. I bet this was playing at a. Spinnaker's or Club La Vila we down spring break once upon a time something like that but, oh yeah anyways it's good to be here uh we've got a couple emails we'll read for you as well and uh we did uh we fired up a discord just to give you guys someplace else to go if you want to jump in there I've created a few channels um it will cultivate curate build Kyle pectate uh how my dictate uh, all those things. We'll put it all together eventually, and you guys want more channels, just let us know. but for now, it's the place to go. and I saw that Joe, good friend of the show, Joe, dropped a <laughs> that video that I guess is viral <laughs> yeah. now that you guys probably have a different perspective <laughs> on this maybe than I do now because it's probably been uh, what's been around for a week it's
1: been it's been absorbed by propagated the or it's been claimed yes. and then. It has been propagated, proliferated. Uh, Yeah, it's a virus. virus. (laughs) It's a virus. Yeah, it's a song by that guy, right? Uh,
2: Rich Men, North of Richmond, I think is what it's called off the top of my head. his name is Oliver Anthony. Uh, So, any commentary on this song?
3: I don't know. I just read a news article that said it was like a new right-wing anthem, and it sounds like it by the title.
2: Yeah, but... Okay, so I I didn't read anything about it. When Joe dropped in the Discord, I listened to it. And just listening to it objectively, I was like, oh, well, yeah. This is something that makes a lot of sense to a lot of people about, you know, the rich get richer and people get shit on and your lives are miserable and they're getting more and more miserable. a, I guess it's more of a generalist message in a way. But, of course, it's going to be taken by certain people and and certain entities are going to grab that song and they're going to use it for their own benefits. And that's what... I think, gets lost mm. when somebody tries. I don't know the guy, Oliver Anthony. I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I don't know if he's, like, some
1: hardcore. I'll give you, you do? No, yeah, let me let me step in here. Okay, please. Gave me, I got a lot of heat a while back for watching reaction videos from time to time. And this oh, one yeah. just, like, this one just hooked me. I was, like, big dumb fish on the internet and just was, like, what is going on here? Because the reactions were insane. People were, like, crying during the song. Oh! uh, uh like okay, so many of the reactors, so and so many of the reactors are are black people, and they are championing this as like this populist anthem, and it is so it's like anti-welfare queen. This doesn't mean that the sentiment behind it originally is bad. This is like one of your yeah, that's what I mean. Kind of d- dumb dumb rednecks that is. And no offense to rednecks out there. Usually people identify like that are are pretty proud of it. but He's from <laughs> West
2: Virginia, just for the record.
1: He's a, he's a Christian, a big time Christian. He found, found God after having like a serious, um, alcohol addiction. And that's just context. That has nothing to do with the song. Uh, but like the first stanza, the first, first, uh, eight bars or whatever are about being poor, working overtime, uh, for, you know, working overtime for bullshit pay. And you know, then the, right, the Luke, chorus
2: let is me, like, uh, be- this makes sense. Let me just play it for anybody who hadn't heard it real quick. I'll just play the beginning. Oh, Maybe sure. Guys- sure. Yeah. Why not go to the source?
4: I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away, it's a damn shame, what the world's gotten to, for people like me, people like you, wish I could just wake up, and it not be true, but it is. Living in the
2: go that's the uh, gist there from his own mouth
1: yep yeah. yeah it's been that the reactions have been crazy to watch the i saw that reactions. too luke when you i'm Quiet. glad you brought that
2: up by the way i i forgot i you know a thousand shit comes and go through your mind when you're on social media sometimes and i did see that video somebody created of all the reactions of people watching it there was uh There's Chinese people, there's like all, it was just like a rainbow coalition of all kinds of people reacting and be like, like hardcore, uh, hip hop, Yeah. big blunt smoking, like, oh yeah, they were nodding their heads in agreement, like being cool. Not, they didn't want to act like they were really into, you know how it is people who have to be so cool that they can hardly represent an emotion. (laughs) And it was just funny to see eight, 10, 12 different types of peoples and backgrounds being thrown into it, and I don't even know if it was real or not, but I did see it. So, well, and,
1: yeah. yeah, and these these people, these reactors, they know that they can't they can't say anything political. They're so afraid of alienating any that's bit of their audience. Mild, it yeah. takes some them, takes some them year or two to like get you know a hundred thousand followers. So, they're absolutely. I mean, that's the third rail. They'll never touch that shit. So, they love it when somebody else says something mm-hmm. political. But it does kind of show you how um, just empty so much of our cultural output is, given that this was so triggering for so many people. It's like minimally, minimally activated, uh, you know, woodsman singing a ballad in the woods uh, gets everybody to freak the fuck out because nobody says anything like this in general in like mass media. Hey, listen. So, yeah, I found it uh, that that first verse is fine. Uh, You know, just a guy plucking, you know, themes and, you know, making observations and understands that his life, is tough and it's tough for a lot of people and he's definitely sympathetic to the working class but yeah then he throws in some like epstein island bars and he throws in um you know welfare bashing yeah and he's definitely not a fan of taxes so i remember when i first heard it i was like man all these people are freaking out over this song but i bet you they're gonna be a little bit surprised if this guy is on an interview somewhere actually just talking about how he thinks well, but he's right to point out politicians are fucking garbage. And he's also the guy that needs to be brought inside the left tent. You know, this is the guy that we should be intercepting on his way to the rally, you know, and get in his head. And these hmm. are the people that we need to convince. Very much like my brother-in-law. Was it yeah. almost the exact same point of view? Oh, and... currently uh, is the... Is the Don't forget that, too. Yeah. America loves twins. It's definitely currently the view of, like, the... The current Republican Party, in my opinion, it seems to yeah. But kind of everything he says reduced well, down to that. Are we supposed to have okay? This is my question here. Like,
2: we're not going to have a hundred percent hit rate. People that vote every, for
1: Republicans, I should say. So all
2: the lyrics in the song, you know, seventy percent of it. I'm like, well, yeah, well, I agree with a lot of that. Oh, I disagree there. That's okay, right? I mean, it's, it's not like we need a hundred percent success rate on everything that comes out of a guy's mouth
1: or a woman's. The mouth first brain. part. The first part feels as the reason it's populist is the first part feels kind of leftist. The second part feels a little right wing. It's appealing to everybody on a broad spectrum, and that's why it's getting. I mean, it got like 10 million views in like four days or something. And yeah.
2: Well, they talk about the working 80-hour work weeks, and you come home, you're miserable. You need be, you need something to numb yourself up, and go back and do it again, and that's all you're ever doing. And why am I doing this? I mean, that's a that's a time honored tradition of frustration in this country for tradition. many decades.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, it definitely is. It's I, I think maybe he's getting a little unfairly maligned by the left. People are, you know, kind of freaking out about it. I just think it's a guy trying to make sense of things. Uh you're right. He didn't hit it out, out of the park on every line, but you can tell he's at least trying. Um but you know, let's get him let's get him uh, not blaming people on welfare for you know, his his misery.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, the lyrics you, are also pretty situation.
3: on the nose, and that's that's a rarity too. So if if you get someone else uh, singing a song about the same topics, they're not going to be as direct about it. And that's another thing that speaks to the you know the current state of media and society is that <laughs> there's there's no room for nuance or for implication or yeah mm-hmm. any, anything interesting to happen. It's just like I feel bad.
4: That's putting it mildly.
2: True. Yep. i would say that's that mattress man yeah i think that's that
3: and then you then you wait for that sentiment to get picked up and co-opted by you know whatever new astroturf thing is going to build up around this a new yeah. tea party uh another charlotte or like jason jason
1: aldean you know is going to cover it or something like that you know there you go. yeah that's what it gets
2: yeah it gets co-opted man I, i'm bringing this up for everybody cool. out there who listens and people who still ask questions you know, one of the channels I created in the Discord is like legitimate sources, and how do we know what legitimate sources are, and how can you, how can you know who has an agenda and who doesn't? And that's why I bring this stuff up because we try. Everyone
3: has an agenda,
2: right? That's true. There's always an agenda on every angle, but to know what their agenda is, I guess, is the better way to put it. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. What's the agenda coming from that source or that group of people? And you know, I, I admit it. I last night, I <laughs> I went back to my room. And I, I checked into a hotel room last night, uh, which is part of my life right now. It's getting, it's fine actually. I don't hate it. I guess I mean as long as there's no bed bugs, we're fine. But um, I turned on the television, and what channel was on the television? It was fucking Fox News. I was like, and Hannity's face. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's still alive. And his fucking face. He's gray as fuck and then 30 seconds later I didn't hear the sound it was just muted and then that video was shown viral video it was like you know Fox News and Hannity and their people were co-opting it and pushing it out there's like this is what you know using it for their agenda and that's the point of me bringing it up is how do you know what those people want to do with every little piece of new music new uh sound bits anything comes from anybody's mouth every single day and you just got to it's really tough. I, I, I actually, I feel bad. I feel bad for kids who grow up in this era now where it's going to be more confusing than ever, I feel like. Or maybe it's more confusing for the people that are really
1: old and not the kids. The kids are like, oh, I know exactly what's real, what's not. I don't know. Well, not the amount of misinformation and disinformation is uh, absolutely fucking wild. I mean, propaganda has always been a thing, but the hyper acceleration through social media and, and just the internet in general is what carries those messages around i mean it's hyperspeed so yeah i feel oh, bad for those kids too nothing. you know it's like nothing slow enough to like sit down and read a book
2: <laughs> oh that's one other thing i want to bring up i've been meaning to ask you guys about this for a while so growing up we had uh manufacturing consent right about the role of the media still do. and the prop yeah right and that was an angle how would you define that angle as a I'm curious. I won't even put words in your mouth. Like that comes from what type of ideology would you say? I mean, it was Noam Chomsky. Obviously, we know that he comes from a certain point of view, right?
3: Sure. So it's leftist and uh, it builds on Marshall McLuhan's theories. Oh, who's Marshall McLuhan? Oh, boy. Do we have time for this?
2: (laughs) Oh, I don't even know. I'm just, if you knew who he was off the top of your head, I was getting, it's no big deal. I just don't know. Uh, He's the guy
3: who coined the term, the medium is the message. Oh, Okay. a Canadian philosopher. But uh, yeah, there's there's a lot there that rings true today. And uh, he was writing about, uh, I think the 1960s.
2: Okay. So you have that, right? Coming from that point of view. And now in today's world, the media is getting shit on more than ever. At least maybe that's because there is social media. We can hear more of it in higher volumes, but it's becoming from the conservative right, right? Like, that, they're like, oh, the media is the fucking worst. But it's not the original message I feel like that was coming from Chomsky in Manufacturing Consent, right?
1: Yeah, flip. I mean, there's no there's no question that is bound to flip at some point. It'll likely flip back again, but there really needs to be an appetite for it. And, you know, these a lot of these podcasters I watch on YouTube, they reference the, you know, the left media space, that's currently on on youtube and it's how it's extracting viewers from more of the mainstream media cnn time new york times whatever and you know if they if they can peel off enough of those and there's more of a kind of broad consciousness in the public then maybe that'll start to swing back on that pendulum didn't i warn uh, you um, no the reason coming. why those
3: audiences are growing is because the media fucking sucks
1: yeah there you go
3: largely as a whole anything that's mainstream is serving its corporate interests so like every every big company is owned by a bigger one and then eventually it, it all goes pretty much back to blackrock i think but
1: yeah <laughs> you know
3: uh, or yep. you know like something some company that sounds benign but is really just like a gigantic military contractor and happens to own you know comcast universal or fox news whatever
1: I'm actually surprised they chose BlackRock. It sounds kind of sinister.
3: No, just BlackRock owns a bit of everything.
1: Well, I know, yeah, right, but they're but still BlackRock. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be using that name. Just call it Snow White. Or what? Something. Come on, dude! BlackRock Restaurant in Heartland. It's delicious. It's all fucking bad. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Not debating that. <it. laughs>
2: that's putting it. Mild. Oh, they're um. That, I you know that's a chain, right? I've seen other BlackRock restaurants. They're impl- yeah, yeah, they're all over. Metro Detroit.
3: I just thought it was weird that the first one I ever saw was in fucking Heartland.
2: I believe that really was the first one. I think, or maybe it wasn't, but it seemed like one of the first. That was my experience a long time ago. Anyways, nobody cares about Black Rock, the restaurant. Where'd
1: you say, Luke? Uh, they've been, I believe, they've been swooping in in Maui, uh, buying up, offering Maui
0: people, time.
1: I'm sure very reasonable sums for their burned out property.
2: Oh oh yeah hawaii's burning hey, steve you uh, love hawaii how do you feel about hawaii burning is that just standard issue uh
3: no it's absolutely not and anyone who calls it a natural disaster is wrong it's an unnatural disaster uh if you want like a real good report on this Noalani uh, noelani ahia was just on the american prestige podcast talking about this uh giving, giving uh the indigenous hawaiian perspective but essentially, uh, it's been companies, uh, reusing land in, in different ways. So like, uh, inst- instead, of like letting the natural, uh, vegetation grow, they decided, to, uh, you know, long ago, like, uh, when Hawaii was first annexed, they started, uh, building ditches and stuff to move water around the island. to, uh, to feed sugarcane crops. So this was settler colonialism at its fucking worst. And then since then, it's been more settler colonialism in the form of uh, tourism. More people are buying houses there. There's more things being covered in cement. So the aquifer doesn't have enough time to refresh. So more water is directed away straight to the ocean, carrying pollution with it. And when that water gets carried away and there's no natural vegetation to hold it, uh, then it's uh, wildfire time. And then because the climate's changing, there's a fucking hurricane off the coast is blowing hurricane force winds exacerbating the fire once it gets started so I uh, i think it's awful and i think it's really fucked up that people are still going there and uh visiting when you know people are grieving the losses of their homes and family members so it's not time to fucking vacation in maui right now
2: uh no,
3: yeah but i mean it's not like i know
2: anybody who's there but i mean what if you spent all this money and you know well, if it was like a once in a lifetime trip, I mean, you wouldn't begrudge that, would you? I'm not saying they, you would.
3: I mean, yeah, try to cancel it at least. If you can't cancel it and get your money back, then, you know, see see if you can hop a fire, ferry to another island or something. That's true. And then, like, but it's, it's fucking crazy.
2: Yeah, I hear you saying Well,
3: that's what I'm worried about.
2: Yeah, a lot of people are worried about that. I think what I know about all the stuff we're talking about here is that it's just it's so i saw this guy driving today it was i thought of you guys i thought of our show he had driving a beat up uh ford 500 is it a 500? You guys know what I'm talking about? Luke, you know what I'm talking about? I do it's not like, know what that it's is. It's like one of yeah. these recent Ford sedans. It was like a, it's not a very nice car. It's just a very typical sedan. I think it's called a 500. Anyways, it was beat up. And all the back was beat to shit, but it had like 13 bumper sticks, stickers on it. And Wasn't that like
3: the replacement for the Taurus, the, the 500 or something yeah, like that?
2: Yeah, it was. the. Yeah, it is a Ford, a Ford 500. It's a full-size automobile. It's a little bigger. Yeah, it was a Ford 07. Okay who cares about that but point being is that it was beat up and it had all of these stickers on the back i'm talking like 13 stickers of uh you know let's go Brandon, uh joe oh <laughs> this is a new one i never heard this one before joe and the ho got to go <laughs> i was like oh okay oh that's my a, god that's a new one i hadn't heard that Come before on, man. how about that's that and then the juice so that's i was like i wonder well. who's driving that those
3: were those were chants during the uh like the original run
2: yeah I missed that been one around
3: for a long time I mean
2: I know let's go Brandon but I missed Joe and the hoe I, I guess I I don't keep up on all of them but the point being the whole thing was pepper with all that shit so it was clearly all the tip you could probably fill in the rest of the bumper stickers on there without a doubt and I wanted to find out who was driving it was also a handicapped license plate as well it was beat up you know blown out taped up back end taillights and I drive up next to it and it's like this tiny this tiny woman I'm like what What's going on here? Who is? Wait,
1: what the hell's going on? What's the story
2: here? here? I'm still a little baffled.
1: Like, is that the yeah. that she got from like the fucking dump? Uh, was her? No, let's, let's get. Let's,
3: yeah, let's get let's get Trump in here. Some more Republicans. Let's cut back my disability. Let's cut back uh, fucking Medicaid and Medicare. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's get rid of Social Security or at least privatize it so oh. that we can fucking kill it when we start. Uh, Betting it in the stock market. Yes.
2: Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. All the things a little old
3: lady needs.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wow, dude. Uh,
3: Anyway, that that, that was
0: hilarious.
2: All right, let's get to uh, our emails. We only have two. And first one is from uh, Luke's bro, Sean, friend of the show. It's titled... Dancing on the stage of memory.
3: <laughs> oh, you'd like the Nixon's bit, huh?
2: Yeah, I bet you did, Sean.
3: <laughs> Fish, Fel- I see you.
2: As <laughs> all say, oh, memory. <laughs> uh, fellas, when Steve casually dropped that he was expelled from school.
4: <laughs> That's putting it mild.
2: I just had to ask, what happened there? Steve, feel free to elaborate if possible. What was the meeting like to be expelled, and how did they let you back?
3: which time i got expelled <laughs> wow. i was expelled oh, uh yeah so i think he's talking about the first time uh it was it was not interesting like i didn't like bring a gun to school or like uh, <laughs> get busted for drugs or it was they had a dumb fucking progressive discipline program so That's uh right. once you got like racked up like 15 detentions or something over a school year. They became suspensions. And if you got enough suspensions, it was automatic expulsion.
4: Fuck so, you. That's my name.
3: With all the, uh, all the disrespect I was getting from teachers, I dis disrespected them back. And sure. they, you know, the more prideful ones would be like, Oh, that's a detention. You hurt my feelings. And then rack up enough of them and you get expelled. And then the meeting to ask me back was crazy. They had, uh, the principal uh the two assistant principals uh, some of the teachers the high school guidance counselor like both my parents everyone was there and they're like oh we're going to create this new environment for you since you're a national merit scholar and we're going to send you off to uh another high school to take robotics classes and all this crazy shit that they were promising <laughs> did absolutely none of that and then just exactly the same thing happened the next year oh. the, only, the only bummer was not getting to finish out that baseball season but <laughs> oh, that it is, Edward. It. That it is indeed. Wow. Yeah, I gotta say,
2: I forgot about that progressive.
3: Oh, and the first time days. I was expelled, it was it was literally the uh, it was finals week. So like, I had I had to take zeros on like I don't know how many finals. I probably had like three left, and I was like, you, "You're you really gonna expel me now?" <laughs> yeah, wow. that's uh.
0: Good.
3: The only winning move is not to play.
2: I guess that's probably true
3: uh
2: sean says speaking of expulsion could you all describe the incident that landed you in the most trouble in your schooling what did you do how did your folks respond who else was involved really paint a picture here thanks bros Jesus sean christ like, how are you supposed to
1: how are you supposed to pick man <laughs> this is like
2: well what about you luke i mean you really have anything you can hang your head on
1: because you're pretty lame you know you didn't yeah no? was, <laughs> super lame uh do you got regret to wait... not stirring up more shit in your high school years you know, I, sometimes, but not really. It's,
0: it's <laughs> so you. Now know, I, I do.
1: Sometimes I think, like, yeah, I wish I was a little bit more, was uh, a little braver and not so just hesitant to do anything or just, I, you know, confidence issues. And I didn't like that. Um, you know, you guys always seemed like you were really gung ho and uh, you did not give a shit. And I will you tell you, the, it
2: wasn't bravery, though. It was stupidity most often, frankly. Just sure, immaturity sure. and silliness. So. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know. It
1: sounds better that way yeah so i mean the worst thing that got me in trouble at uh school was something i didn't even do uh, and i've talked about this actually it was concerned
2: I, publications what is that i can only read concerned publication oh is that like a you're you're muted so i can't hear you but is that a uh like banned book list
3: no that was uh <laughs> the real shit shitsters in high school it was a uh, fucking uh graham and uh what's his name <laughs> Uh, Grant, Graham, Graham and uh, Courtney Kostrick? Kostrick. Oh, yeah, and uh, the fucking blonde dude, Justin, yeah, Justin Hahn. Yeah,
1: yeah, they had a very they healthy like, <laughs> uh, attitude. Didn't they write very... like
3: letters about like uh, how they wanted to kill the president or something? And then like the Secret Service got called, and then I think oh. either Justin or Graham like ate the essay, like right in front of the people who were like <laughs> trying to bust him for it. He well, just shoved yeah. it in his mouth and swallowed. Pre-social media. Still could get in trouble for that.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah,
3: forgot about that one. I
2: yeah, remember that post-social our buddy media, Josh. That would, yeah, he
1: got wow, trusted. that would never go anywhere.
2: Our buddy Josh, we talked about before the show, he got busted with the Secret Service for a different uh, a <laughs>
1: counterfeiting scheme. They,
2: they really tried <laughs> oh <my> to counterfeit <laughs> money. They were really trying to. I mean, they, they they slipped a couple through, and then eventually they got busted on that. But they were really trying.
1: They, I Counterfeit this bills. Vaguely.
2: They sl- yeah, this happened in high school.
1: They managed to use use one of those somewhere.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they went to a party store. How often? Just think about it. 1997. You drop off a twenty at some stupid party store in the boonies. I mean, how often is someone paying attention? Like they're yeah. checking every dollar. Secret so one service got hurt. Yeah, the secret service came and the they feds. took away the printer and the computer, everything. I think it was at uh, Judd's place. J- our friend Justin. So those two guys, Holy they got shit. they got away with it, but they were. I remember being very nervous. They were very terrified for a moment. Yeah, But I forgot about uh, the uh, not, president one. Not
3: to mention the uh, the Hollywood PlayStation scheme. Hollywood yeah! video. <laughs>
2: <laughs> rent a PlayStation 2 from Hollywood video and never take it back. That's it. It's like, oh, it's mine now. I'm never taking it back. I don't care about my credit.com.
3: <laughs> no, rent like five of them or ten of them and sell the ones you're not using and then oh, keep yes! one for yourself.
2: That's right. Yeah, I wish I was that smart. I never thought of doing that.
3: Like, uh, Just... Just start a new account every day.
1: <laughs> yeah. God, boy, I used really. to love renting new systems. Oh, do they man. Still, do they, can I go rent like a PS5 or no, something?
2: No, there's no stores to rent shit from. I mean, that's lame. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I can't mean, you get go it from to like a, a Redbox something? A used one. You got to go buy a used You got to go to a local retro game store. There's always one retro gaming store in town, and they're still trying to hang on to the dream.
1: Good for that's those true. people. It's true. There's one in Troy.
2: Yep. There's one See? about
1: 10 minutes away. That's
2: exactly. There was one in Royal Oak at Madison Heights. I remember when I lived in Ferndale. They're all over town. They're all.
3: There's one in West Ashley. See?
2: One in West Ashley. Beautiful West Ashley. Nice area. By the way, Jim Price died. Nice area. Go Tigers. Uh, Rest in power. Rest in peace. Rest in your grave. Go Tigers. Rest in death. Jim Price. Nice area. Heaven. Nice area. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sean. Yeah, sorry. So Luke, did you have uh, something you wanted to share on that, or is there really nothing juicy? No, I got, for you? I got
1: accused. I got accused by the tennis teacher, the racket sports teacher. For oh, that's stealing right. A the racket, story. and she tried yep. to prevent me from uh, from graduating. Oh, that's right. Was Jump like, I am Judy. not. I don't play tennis. Why the fuck would I steal a tennis racket? And <laughs> because she kids called do my. She called my parents' house. Honestly, I think it was a couple of days before graduation or something. Uh, or for like the last day of school, and it was like it was really like getting in under the under the wire. Meanwhile, the racket that she claims that I stole, that all the rackets were in just a, a racket holder, so anyone could have fucking grabbed it. Um, probably one of the tennis players because it was a professional racket because their son plays professional tennis, and would they would give him his sponsors or whatever would give him like I don't know twenty five rackets a year or something. So she was just bringing in these used. She was just bringing in these used rackets to class. She had a piles of them. And wanted to prevent me from fucking graduating. And I have no idea what her problem with me was. I was like a I was a model student. You know that, Mike. I was lame. That's that. <laughs> was it wasn't she also the like the highest paid uh, yes. public
3: servant in the in the county or in something? In the county.
1: Yep, the highest in the county. In living St. Yes, county. Yes, sir
2: jumping juice. Pulling, pulling
3: down six figures to fucking tell kids to run laps I believe it was like one hundred sixty thousand a year
2: it's a good gig good gig you can get it oh by the way uh I don't know if this is official or not but it is uh there's a new yeah, I can't believe this is reality but my nephew started yesterday in Heartland School he's at Farms Middle School so the Govier name is living on in Heartland once again which is really weird but it's a true wow. story yeah, he started. By the way, they started August sixteenth to me, which is crazy as hell to me up here. It usually, was at least a couple days early. before Labor Day. So that's oh, oh yeah,
3: I got fucked in traffic yesterday because I didn't realize the College of Charleston students were coming back and like every street was blocked off. So these fucking bozos could move their stupid <laughs> stupid fucking <laughs> futons into their dorm rooms.
4: <laughs> Yippee! Okay, party!
3: Yay!
2: Yep. But uh, yeah, my uh, brothers moved back from Georgia and they bought a house and he enrolled them in Hartland schools.
4: That you thing. know what? I have an idea. Jerk-off party. No, let's do this. No. I like where this is going. Okay, put it away.
2: <laughs> so, congratulations to him. That Rafi? Yeah, that sounds, that's Rafi and uh, Stinker Tinker himself. Um, Sean, I got I mean, I had the proud distinction of being suspended from two different high schools, so that's cool. I got suspended from Brighton and Heartland. So, I'm proud of that. Uh, the first time I got suspended was for stealing a breadstick when I was a freshman. I totally got Jesus. busted on that. And i had to do in school suspension for that one in school suspension sucks because you got to sit in there and there's like they're like keeping an eye on you i'd rather be just at
3: home while my parents are at work it's total free for all right yeah i love the out of school suspension that's a holiday
2: yeah when i got suspended for you know the famous one i did was the you know getting naked on video and trying to pump my teacher from behind like i was fucking him and mr monday was the guy it was a tv production class and we had a project hoagie hijinks was part of that that was classic and uh, oh, yeah. we <laughs> the TV, it was the first TV production class ever. They finally had like a local, they got cable in '98 and finally had a local cable access channel in Heartland. And by the way, my brother who moved into Howell to get my brother to, go, to get his son to go to Heartland now, they still don't have cable internet where he lives. <laughs> he just found that out when he moved in yesterday. Like, dude, I just that's found insane. that out. What
0: the f-
1: you idiot? No, <laughs> buy, no a <laughs> you yeah. buy a new but, house, yeah, buy a new house.
2: Too late now. I mean, they sold their house in Georgia and closed on this one. That, it's a whole deal now. He's stuck with it. But um, TV production was fun because it was like a last final semester before I was graduating. It was second half senior year '98, and all we had to do is like just play around with these giant old school television news cameras that they had, and the whole project was to hey practice all these shots as a group. So that was pretty boring. <laughs> so I. <hey. laughs> I jumped in on a few shots. I mooned the camera butt naked, which was dumb. And then I pretended to fuck Mr. Monday from behind while he was showing us how to do a shot. You know, doing the classic, like, Happy Gilmore uh, thing. And unfortunately, we um, showed the tape. We watched everyone's tapes in front of class, which was... I tried to get the tape deleted. I tried... I Our friend Trevor Brooks, he worked in the office. That was, like, one of the... Uh, what were those things? Like, student... He had like that free period where you could work as an assistant in the library or the office or something. And I tried to get him to steal it, and I got somebody else to end up stealing it, and they took it back, and they all watched it at somebody's house when they skipped school one day. But it turns out Mr. Monday, Mr. Monday came up to me, and he's like, let's nice try Govier. Think I made copies?
1: I
4: was like, what? Huh?
1: Fuck yes! That, is that guy secretly is that guy secretly awesome? Is he secretly like uh, one of the regulars you actually want to talk to at the bar? Or I don't know. I don't know. It seems I like was he seems like he's a could, teenager. Yeah. I mean, that's a great comment because I mean, <laughs> it really happened. You could have been expelled for that, maybe. Uh, it's also funny. It's just funny. It is funny. Was it
3: was it there a ruse to get Monday away from the uh, fucking TV production labs so that uh, someone could go in and steal the tape?
2: yeah there was a so okay so now i'm, now I'm putting it all together i'm recalling i trevor worked in the tv production on the weekends. Oh, no i
3: i want you to recall this because that was that that part's pretty awful i i the, yeah. the ruse to get monday away
2: <laughs> the the problem was though is that so when trevor worked on the weekends in that tv production lab i was like dude see if you can find that tape and get it out of there okay and uh, he failed to do that. He couldn't pull that off. But this other guy, Carl, who we actually brought up in a recent episode, he worked as an office assistant. And I got him to go in and steal that tape. And the point of the ruse to distract Monday, I, I honestly don't recall, Steve. I wish I could remember because I i was trying to take advantage. I was begging someone, people.
3: Someone made a phone call to the TV production studio. I don't know if they, uh, if they called into, like, the regular Heartland High School line and then got transferred or if they knew, like, the direct number. Oh. but uh monday monday had a uh <laughs> a, a daughter that was being watched by a sitter and uh someone pretended to be the sitter and said his daughter was in fucking trouble and he needed to come right away oh my so god so he left the fucking school
2: that's right um, holy
3: shit goodness. man i forgot about
2: that i wish i knew who, who made the call it wasn't me i didn't do that wow yeah that didn't work though because he'd already made copies but <laughs> So,
3: Sneaky motherfucker.
2: Wow. Yeah. Great plan. So, Great plan. Great plan. To
3: get, he went in he went multiple uh, VHSs of your fucking bare ass. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Let's yeah. get it on like fucking four screens at once. Yes.
1: Yeah, it oh, <laughs> looked like swordfish. <laughs> that's putting it yeah. mild. So man. in the
2: end, uh, uh, the bruises and the attempts to steal it and get rid of the tape where they failed. And and we watched the tape that day. I remember I can't. You know, that's such a strange feeling to just know, you know, what's on the tape and you know, what's about to go down. Part of me maybe was like, yeah, let's just see what happens. I don't know, maybe uh,
3: I actually right had
2: up. I think I kind of thought that maybe he'd blo- He'd be like, okay, it's it's all right. Yeah, that's funny. You make fun of the old man. Now, there's no reason for me to think that whatsoever, but that's just complete hubris on my part cuz I was a 17-year-old, was totally <laughs> clueless, but we watched it in front of the whole class and I've been told by a few people that it was one of the funniest things I ever saw, because <laughs> not because of what I was doing on screen, but because Mister Monday is being embarrassed in front of all these people. So, so and by the way,
1: so, well, he didn't play it
2: right. Yeah, I, well, I'm I told the story backwards. He didn't he didn't know what was on it till he saw it that day, and then the other attempts to steal it and get rid of it were after the fact, and he made copies, <laughs> so he had no clue. I mean, he wouldn't have played it if he knew it was on there. He wouldn't have. He's a teacher. He'd be like, I don't want to get fired. He probably would have thought a lot of things, no matter how much of a dick he was. So Andy Morris, uh, Chad Gibbons, those some guys I remember being there. They said it was some of the funniest things I ever saw. So at least I got that to hang my head (laughs) on. And I got suspended for five days. I didn't get expelled. But they said, you know, you can't fuck around at all. Not one more thing. You got two months to go. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll just. And that great. It was a great week. Five days off. I mean, I was a senior. My mom couldn't control me. She couldn't stop me, and she had to work all day. So did DiBiase. Fucking great. Played video games. Brandy came over. She beat me off. It was great. It was a good week. <laughs> good time.
3: There
2: you go. God damn. So I don't regret it at all now. I mean, who gives a fuck? I'm glad I had a
3: Gerhard sausage. Yeah. Some, uh, some saltines with butter.
2: <laughs> some mac and cheese farts. Yep. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's what happened there uh mr cooley was the principal assistant principal and he was dying of brain cancer so he wasn't really like on his game either i think he if somebody else had stepped in or been in charge of that case it might have gotten worse for me i did have to resign as class secretary that year though that was one of the punishments so i had to step away from that
3: wonderful job who the fuck would put you in, tar- t- in charge of money
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no that's the treasurer i was just a secretary you know, take notes so. oh okay Susie Albinger was a treasurer. You were in good hands. She seems very I thought you res- said treasurer. Very responsible woman. So there you go, shot. There it is. Good times, noodle salad. You guys got some stories. Send them in. Mr. Pink, I mean, you got all kinds of weird ass stories to share with us. We'd love to hear from you. Mr. Pink. What have you been doing?
3: Now Why would you know. associate good times with noodle salad? I don't know. Noodle salad is trash. Noodle salad is pretty lame, but I can see why people would associate
2: it, like sunshine, a picnic, a nice day, even if it's shit. I think I get – I understand what Jack was getting at there, I think, or James – Pasta is today. for
3: hot sauces that can absorb the flavor, not hot. for fucking cold. Oh,
2: I don't like cold pizza. I don't like – I don't mind a pasta salad. If it's got some zest in it, got some uh, tomatoes, it's got a kick. I'll, I'll enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> this one's from Joe actual names from joe hey guys one of the accounts on twitter x bird app whatever you call that regularly gets that momentary chuckle from me is actual names so it's twitter.com actual names any names of people you know knew that would make you chuckle for me one always comes to mind of a girl i knew in college named uh, heather cockburn she insisted The CK was silent, (laughs) and prior to becoming a veterinarian, she actually changed her name to remove it so her name would appear as Dr. Coburn and not Dr. Cockburn.
1: Joe. I've got a humiliating story about that name. About the last name Coburn. Really? You were hanging out with James Coburn? You'd think think I (laughs) would know better.
2: Who could do a a good good cone burn out here? How about Lawrence Tierney and James Coburn hanging out? I would love to no, it's hear that. Messed up
1: again. Oh, uh, it's a fun one though. Well, any in an event, I was in I was in graduate school, like talking, the teacher brought up, I think the author's name was Roger Coburn or something. And I just my ADH brain wasn't, you know, wasn't paying attention and just kind of immediately interrupted and just said like it's cock is Cockburn, isn't it? And the whole <laughs> class fucking laughed. Um Sitting around a bunch of like worldly, you know, scholarly people, and I completely fucking biffed it. That has always humiliated <laughs> me. I'll never forget that. These, you know, these fucking English and Irish names. You know, lots of silent, yeah. lots of silent hard C's and K's. Don't get fooled,
2: Steve. I I gotta think you got Steve. Gotta have a lot of excellence. Steve is so good with these names and making. Problem is, of these we names. won't know if no, he's but, just
1: making them
3: up. <laughs> you will. You will think so when I tell you. I had the. Let me let me see if I can. I mean, you can vamp for a minute, but, uh, <laughs> well, I'll vamp. I, I had a, a wall my of pain. fame of uh, envelopes that I had to, to send out to uh, clients from my law firm. It's probably a nice. huge violation to say any of these names out loud. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, so I probably, well, yeah, let's do it. the uh, yeah! b- Best one I got was... Uh, a woman's name was Gay Law Dick. And for a law firm, Good God. having Gay Law Dick on a letter, like, yeah, that immediately <laughs> went up on the, law, the, the wall of fame <laughs> or wall of infamy, I guess it would be. Uh, I had another one, uh, a uh, Vietnamese client, and his name was P H U C H U U, and then the last name Win. So it was like, fuck you, Win.
1: Yes. So and, and
3: we were trying to decide it, should it be like uh, fuck you win like later or like now <laughs> or if it's like
1: <laughs> say win fuck you win yeah fuck fuck you win yeah say, you win. Win. Say, say win say win
3: motherfucker I will fuck you that famous guy said it what's his name
1: uh... <laughs> that's great. a Thai uh, place what... yeah. uh, a handful maybe, of Thai yeah. places that use that fuck you. <laughs>
3: maybe i'll maybe i'll uh, find those and uh i'll send them to govier so you can put them in the discord
1: <laughs> Say when. win that's
2: fucking great i remember that guy when we were a freshman in college in 1998 and we went to michigan state where our friend joey c was dorming with pat armor and uh and the fun thing to do was still phone books were a thing so you had a directory of everybody on campus even like all the famous athletes like ryan van dyke i called up and talked about like Coming on his arm to make him feel better or something. Uh, but I, who was that one guy? There was a guy, um, Hung Suck Jung. That's the name I remember. Yeah, I called this guy. I just thought, I was like, oh, Hung Suck Jung. I didn't know who he was, but that's a name I remember from that night as well. Hung Suk Jung. But I knew a Cockerham, Gail Cockerham. She was my mom's friend from back in the day. Formerly something else. Then she became a Cockerham, and this guy was so Cockerhamist from Tennessee. He was such a Cockerham Tennessee dude. I wish I could do it. Roy Cockerham was his name. God, that guy was textbook. Just textbook Cockerham.
3: That famous guy. Oh, said. that's a, what's his name? Uh, that's a, that's another one I see a lot is uh, women who marry into uh, names that are just so unfortunate for like their first name that like why would you do that keep your fucking maiden name don't <laughs> don't fucking do that it's like if you're marrying your name's amanda and like uh you're marrying uh mr hug and kiss yeah <laughs> you just become like a simpsons thing you're like
2: yep oh god i yeah, i'm trying to rack my brain joe i don't I can't think of some other great names from past i'm sure they're there i'll have to think about this maybe i'll have some better ones next week good
3: Oh, I also like the ones that were like uh, they, they were all dick names in a row, like Peter Longwood the third or something.
2: <laughs> Peter Longwood. So dumb. Uh, thanks, Joe. That's fun. Uh, I'll have to check out that Twitter handle as well. Uh, all right, we got a couple minutes left here. Those were our emails. Remember you guys email the show is it safe pot at gmail if you so feel free. Um uh, Anything else you guys want to mention before we get out of here this week?
3: Uh, Yeah. Uh, While we're pimping the Discord, uh, let's see. So I've got uh, a couple of uh, OnlyFans accounts now. Oh, okay. So uh, if you want to check me out, uh, my squirting videos are at uh, Queen Latifah. Sorry, I got dyslexic. It, it's, uh, it's Queef Latina. Oh,
0: okay.
3: <laughs> and then uh, if you want to feel the mascot on mascot static electricity, you can hit me up at uh, M Furry Abraham, <laughs> Salieri, Salvade Copy Amadeus. <laughs> That's it.
2: Gotta get the mark. Hell yeah. Brilliant. That's good stuff. <laughs> good spot got, to end it <laughs> i don't think uh for this week's uh i don't know what do you guys want to play this week for the song i don't care it doesn't matter to me i got oh i do want to mention uh just shout out real quick to uh sidewinder ansible it's our friend chud aaron uh he's been making all these cover songs with friends of ours from the other cinema i show like eric and travis and me and he'll like He'll do the music, and then one of us will sing over it. And there's a whole bunch of them on SoundCloud. So go to SoundCloud, check out Sidewinder Ansible. There's a ton of stuff on there now. We've done. In how, fact, do you, how do you spell Aaron? that, Mike? Oh yeah, it's, so it's Sidewinder, and the Ansible is uh A-N-S-I-B-L-E. A-N-S-I-B-L-E. I don't like <sighs> the is... name. I don't think it rolls off the tongue, but it's not my choice. It's
1: just hard to spell, you know. And it's yeah, you're talking URLs here, so it's not like he wants okay. to be
2: found clearly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's putting him in
2: Luke, you actually appreciate this. One of the songs he did recently was a it was a face to face cover from the uh, Ignorance's Bliss album. He did oh, Everyone Hates and Know It All. And that was like it was pretty good. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. And it got I a ton of check it, out. it blew up. He got like twelve thousand hits on that song, which is way more than any of the other songs did. So I guess the face to face people are still out. I'll tell you these face to face fans are diehards. They still love face to face.
1: Yeah, they're still out there and the band won't ever play.
2: Yeah, Anything they'll never play it. It's
1: bliss, so they there's did like a, a thirst for it, maybe.
2: It's bullshit. They did an acoustic tour of that album. Yeah, Supposedly, it was the non-punk version. Bullshit. That that album is really good. It doesn't matter if it's not their straightforward, like tempo, speeded punk. It's a great fucking album. It's well-written. And they did an acoustic tour of it like 10 years ago, but that's the only thing they would ever do. They've never wow. played it live. And I would that love really to see that.
1: Yeah, I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> And it's, it's the dumbest reason too, right? Because your fans don't like your it, your or fans, you feel yeah, your fans didn't like it, so you don't yeah. like it.
2: Not a fan of that. But um, yeah, like. check out Sidewinder Ansible on SoundCloud. A N S I B L E. Um, does anyone know what Ansible means? Because I honestly don't. I mean, I'm admitting it freely.
3: It's a faster than light communication.
2: Oh, so what would a side? So like a side winding faster than light communication?
3: I think he wanted like two sci-fi sounding words that uh, sounded good <laughs> together. So,
4: say <laughs> <laughs> "win."
2: Sounds good to me. Um, I mean, I I brought it up. I mean, we could play a song from that. Do you want to do, you want to do that, or you guys have yeah. something else you want to play?
3: Yeah. Uh, what's what's the one I really liked recently? I'm trying to think. Uh five. Yeah. Let's see. I'll start. Uh...
2: Recent ones on Sidewinder, Ansible, SoundCloud. We got a uh, Third Planet. We got. There it uh, is.
3: Third, Third Planet. Planet is great. Yeah. Okay. A lot of fun.
2: Third Planet by Modest Mouse, as done by Aaron. Uh, who does the vocals on this one? I don't think I've heard this one. Do you remember? Aaron. Okay. Uh, Aaron does both. Aaron does the music and the vocals on this one. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. Is a safe gmail.com. We'll catch you next week. Remember, the Discord is available if you want to jump in there and uh, share some other shit during the week. Music. There's a channel called Nerd Fest. If you really want to nerd out, get in there and get real nerdy. You know, um, it all sounds like good stuff to me. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye.
0: your yes. Exactly like the earth. If you go straight long enough, you end up where you were. The universe is shaped exactly like the earth. If you go straight long enough, you'll end up where you were. The universe is shaped exactly like the earth. If you go straight long enough, you end up where you were. The universe is shaped exactly like the earth. Everything that keeps me together is falling.